are now listening to The War Report, Wednesday Night War Room, with your host, C. Doe. It's your boy, C. The Walker. I got my boys with me. Mike, Mike. G. G. Get your weight up, strength and conditioning, development. Ike Jones. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And be real. Which is not normal for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you ready? Because we are now locked and loaded for the Wednesday Night War Room. Let's go! Pocket Watch, appreciate you, man, bringing back a dub from Columbia, South Carolina. You guys, we'll definitely be breaking that down as well, man. That was another. Just felt, just felt good to see Auburn just win a game that was settled to be a trap game. Um, South Carolina was no it's slouch like of a, a squad. Yeah. Uh, so and they Auburn, put up a fight. They did. They, they did put up early. a fight. They, they tried too early. They tried to come back late, you know, they got early. Within six? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I never felt Auburn. like that game was in question, but. Yeah, they tried. Good job. But the mark of a good team, though, right? Is, yeah, is for that sure. When teams make those runs, yeah. you pour some water on the fire and tell yeah. them to go cool down. Love for it. Sure. Facts. Loved it. Dorian, Dorian Hurd, appreciate you, buddy. Yo, what's up? War Report fam, it feels good to be back. It does feel good to be back, man. Yes, it does. With, with one it of does. the best communities ever, if not the best. I'm going to just say it. It's the best community online. Bryson Bridges, I was kind of sad about Kobe Hudson, but then I saw Mike G was back and now not even an autographed lunchbox from Grant Lloyd can cheer me up. I missed a very high quality wooden backdrop. <laughs> hey, listen, the wood might make an appearance. Pause. We'll, we'll put a poll. We'll put yeah. a poll in the community. Thank you, C. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good you got to hit him with a pause on that. Gotta hit him with a pause on that. It was right there. I mean, had to, had to. But but back, back, back to you and Wood making an appearance. (laughs) (laughs) I missed it. I was still going. I forgot y'all were three years old. Never forget. (laughs) How could you ever forget? Oh man, I'm glad I did because I was I was about to say it and I was like, man, I don't want to always be the one. Then see hit him. I was like, yes, All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why it's four of us. The strength in numbers. Oh man, so good, <laughs> so good. Like, let me just talk about the whole patron. Can I talk about that for like a half yeah, a second? Yeah, I do. Yeah, the only uh-huh. reason we're changing the name is because I wanted to clear up the confusion. Again, we say this all the time. We're not peddling inside information. Right. And people seem to think the name insider means that we are trying to give you secret info that nobody else has. That's not what we do. There are plenty of places for you all. To, there are message boards and uh, what do you call the little chat rooms at the folks? Discords and all that kind of. Mm-hmm. Y'all can have all of that and go do that there. I'm, and that's no shade to any of those people. Listen, they do a great job doing what they do. That's just not what we do. We are the fan channel that sits here and reacts to the news with y'all. Now, we do get information, but it's not our job to peddle it. So we just wanted to make it clear, you're giving money to support our channel. And we appreciate the the support. And so we try to give something back for that. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. patron. Patron. Exactly. Right. Um, since it, since we're, we're a show that reacts, I want you to react to this by Wesley Hilson. Grant Loy is now an offensive GA. That makes AU. sense. I'm that not makes mad sense. At that. 
Hey, is listen, congratulations. Congrats to him. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's if that's I, real, that was the next am, step for him anyway. Though. Yeah, I'm absolutely not upset at that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm I'm really, really happy for him. Yeah. Like, listen, the best players don't always make the best coaches. Yeah. So facts. just because he maybe couldn't Austin go Davis out there was not a great quarterback. <laughs> well, he's our offensive well, coordinator right now. He, he was a, he had talent. He had he talent. Was, okay, Somebody in the league gave him a starter yeah, job, so he had talent. But okay, but my point is, make it to the league. My point is, a lot of people don't. Correct. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people that are in the league that are just okay. Okay. Most of the people in the league are just made it to the league. That that would okay. So you got a Tim Tebow made it to the league. Right, he I, had you want to keep naming well, based people? Based on what he did, Captain in Butt college. Fumble made it to the league. Every USC quarterback that ever existed made it to the league. No, not every. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. Grant Lloyd didn't make it to the league, but I get your point. Yeah, my, my point, point is that making point it to is, the league. It, it, my point is, it, is, is, is that you don't have to be a great player to, to be a great coach. Right, Shankopotamus? How is this in my face? I'm happy about it. I don't. I don't understand. What, I don't. What, I'm not mad at this. I'm just, I'm just um, laughing at how that made me sound. Like how how you said that. Like in your face. In your face. In your face. I, he got a job. Okay, I'm not mad at that man getting a job. Yeah, I really, I really think that he could make a good coach, and it says something face. that the it says something that the coaches respected him enough to give him this. I think even though he couldn't go out and execute certain things. His understanding well, of the so game Wesley is probably said he's pretty just high. Kidding. He's not. Now we're we're going off oh, on God. a tangent about something that's not even real. He's just. Uh, therefore, we'll go stuff. to this one. That's for. Therefore, okay. we'll go <laughs> to this one. Good touch on balls. All right. Dorian <laughs> Thanks, Wesley. Oh, what happens at strike three, Dorian? I'm just curious, but continue. <clears throat> Good touch on balls. Oh ha! Mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I might have to mute myself for five minutes on strike three. Yeah. Right, listen. Eh, it's all good. Listen, let's 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 go ahead and, and talk about. And we we mentioned attrition. Um, let's talk about what's being widely speculated. It hasn't been confirmed, mm. but Nick Eason is expected to join Clemson staff. Um, yeah. All signs are pointing to it, but though it has not yet been confirmed, um, I just want to cue the Florida Evans soundbite from <laughs> a very popular TV show. When James when James Evans died, yeah, that's about how I felt when I heard this news because yeah, sure. he was definitely one of my favorite assistants, um, and I like what he was doing at defensive line with the talent he was bringing in. The talent he actually got to come back. Uh, when you mm-hmm. talk about Kobe Wooden, you talk about guys like Derek Hall. Um, I was impressed with that even more so than the talent that he was bringing in out of high school in the portal. So. You know, those are pretty much my sentiments. Just disappointment, but want to go start with you, uh, B. What were your What are your thoughts, your feelings on this? It has yet to been confirmed, but all signs point to it. How you feel? <laughs> Accurate. At peace. Yes. He's at peace. He's at peace. No, no, I'm not, not about to no say more. no. He's not. <laughs> he's not. This was the person who had really, um, recruiting wise, this was between him and Caddy. These that's one two for best recruiter, and you could say one A one B. I don't know if you could really rank between those two, but both have been bringing in very good talent since the moment they got here. We've seen very good play out of both of their positions since they've been here, and it is a huge loss, a huge loss 
for him not to be here, not only because he won't be coaching these guys, as a personality from, from what he does. And personalities don't just work in recruiting. They work in coaching, too. Mm-hmm. If a coach is a great coach, but he's grating on your nerves and he's riding y'all hard, he doesn't know how to bring a little levity to the situation while he's trying to instruct you, that grates on you. And when you're trying to make a decision about whether or not you want to go play for that coach or to stay playing for that coach, that matters. Now, we didn't have any... We weren't confused in, in or we didn't expect him to stay for 10 years here as the D-line coach. A guy who's going to come here and do really good, he was in the NFL. Maybe there's a good chance he could... Um, move up to a, another job. Maybe we thought he would leave with Mason because that's who who pulled him in here. But to lose him after year one, I did not see that coming. Yeah, It's very disappointing. I'm glad he secured a really good defensive line class before he got out. But also, and Ike made this point in the group chat when we were talking about it, these guys could leave. Now, I don't think these guys will leave. Because right now, with the group they have assembled, they have a chance to play with very, very good talent on your left side and your right side. And no matter where you are, that bodes very well for you as a prospect when you have a chance to get some one-on-one matchups, when you can improve as a senior. Um, Physically, you're going to be in the the best shape you've ever been in. You're going to be the strongest you've ever been. And you will have guys that you can trust around you, and you're going to show out the senior year. Hall's back, Wooden's back. Lee Hunter, we didn't even see him. We got Thanos on the line. We got uh, Burks back. We've got tons of talent on that line. Jones, J- Jason Jones, a defensive lineman that we just got in from, from Oregon, it's going to be a murderer's row. And I am glad we have that. And that's probably one of the things that convinced these guys, we hope, because they haven't had a chance to react to it yet, we hope we keep everybody. Thanos was actually the one who I saw reacted on mm-hmm. social media. He says, hey, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I'm down for what Harson's building. So that's good, but we don't know that everybody else feels like that. So this hurt. This was the one. If you tell me we're losing any coach, Caddy and Eason, I'm like, anybody but those guys. We had a he gone for Bobo that was all celebratory. Now, this is the <laughs> saddest he gone we have done since we started he gone. Shout out to Spicy. I don't like he gone no more. I'm sad now. <laughs> I don't like this. I'm sad and I'm worried. Next year, defensive line is going to be fine. We got a, a cycle to recruit in 2023. Who are they getting in here, man? Who? NFL? Yeah, that sounds great. But is he going to have that personality? Is he going to have that balance of coaching but likable for parents and for players? That was a home run. I can't blame him for going home. Clemson's home for him, right? That's where he played? Right. I can't blame him for that. I don't, I don't think we have much of a chance of matching whatever they offer him because – they just got rid of Venables and Tony Elliott, and they were getting way overpaid to stay at Clemson, which means anybody they bring in behind them, defensive staff top to bottom, they're going to be cheaper. Clemson will have the money to keep them staffed up to get whoever they want that's available, and I don't think we're going to be able to compete with that, so I'm I'm pretty sure he's gone, unfortunately. All right, your thoughts, man? I mean, be well said pretty much the same things that I'm thinking about, which is... Um, it's an unfortunate thing. I really liked Nick Eason. I liked him from the moment he was hired. You know, the only question was whether or not he could recruit, and he's proven to be good at the recruiting thing. Um, that is, in retrospect, and maybe we can do a whole conversation about this, like who was the best offseason hire last year, right? Like we we, we haven't had a, an opportunity to go, but in retrospect, he may be the best hire on this staff. 
um, just as far as his ability to, if you look at what our defensive line did against the run the year prior, right? And then you look at what we did against the run this year, drastically different, right? A lot of that is the scheme change. Um, but, you know, he's the guy that's in there coaching the guys in the trenches. They improved as the year went on in their ability to get to the passer. Um, and he brought in a ton of talent that had a lot of people very optimistic about the prospects for next season um, and going forward in his ability to continue to bring good talent in. So um, it's going to be a tough loss. But, you know, listen, as it's been said, can you blame him for going home? You know, I wish some of the other guys, <clears throat> Del McGee, um, would feel the same way, you know, and come home to their alma mater, you know. But, you know, it is what it is. So uh, definitely, if there is a way to retain him, then I absolutely would love to see that. If there's not, then wish him the absolute best. Well said. Well said. Mike G, I'm going to ask you a particular question. I don't know if you had any unique thoughts other than what B or, or Ike said, but I'll ask you this. Given Harson's, you know, you Ike mentioned that this is arguably Harson's best hire. Um, he's looked to the pro level to get some guys. He's done that with our offensive coordinator. Um, of course, Derek Mason has coached in the NFL. Um, Mason combined with Harson. How? What confidence did you have in Harson? Should uh, Eason move on to Clemson that he'll actually fill this position with someone just as capable or someone that we can get excited about. Yeah. Listen, good coaching hires are a lot about timing and sometimes the timing is good and sometimes it sucks. So at the end of the day, we've got a scheme. Um, football is find a guy, hit a guy, block a guy, catch a ball, right? Like, so go out and hire a guy who can teach a lineman how to move people. Right. And let's move on because, you know, what Thanos said I thought was really important. I bought into what Brian Harson is saying, to what he's building. And the head coach, whether offensively or defensively, has to be the center of the Auburn football universe. People have to buy into the guy who you know is going to be there. Position coaches take jobs, man. And if you're going to have any level of success, it's going to keep happening. Right. So, you know, while it doesn't, I mean, it, it hurts, but then it doesn't. I, emotionally, I'm not accepting it until he changes his Twitter. Right now, his background <laughs> is the Jordan Hare Stadium. And all we know is somebody somewhere reported it and everybody is retweeting that person. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> you know, somebody said Tank was gone. Everybody bought it and then Tank's staying. So um, uh, this kind of smell, and I could be wrong. 15 minutes from now. <laughs> this kind of smells like somebody got wind of Clemson wanting to make wanting this to deal it. and yeah. jump the gun and just put this out there. Right. Right. So I would not be surprised if, given things that are happening in the program, Auburn drops a whole bag on Eason. You know, I know the Clemson's home and all that stuff, man, but cash is king. Right. So if he can make, you know, good money, not only to be D-line coach, but because of his recruiting prowess. That's what you're really paying for. Being able to pitch and sell himself to guys because the position coach, um, that's the, um, that's the, uh, that's that kid's most important, besides, you know, the head coach, you're not talking to the head coach every day, man. You're talking to your position coach. For sure. Right. Right. 
you know, so I don't know, man. Like, I mean, it is what it is. It, this is going to happen. I think it's a, I think it's a testament to what they were able to accomplish. And beside Harson and Mason being able to pitch, you know, their vision to a new D-line coach, there's a wealth of talent for somebody who actually can coach to come in here and work with. Yeah. Man. I'd be drooling to come in and work with these kids. So, it's true. you know, I mean, it's 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 you've got a lot to sell. It's not a rebuild job on the D-line. They're stacked. Not, not at all. Not at all. Right? So I, I think that, that Harson and Mason can go out and find somebody, that, you know, that's that's proven and grounded and has a good track record to coach this position group. You know, not worry about it. Yo, what's up? This your man Ike Jones with The War Report, and you've been listening to The War Report Wednesday Night War Room. If you want to get in on the conversation early, catch us as we broadcast this show live on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube. Make sure you check out our other content while you're there, Facts and All, The Weekend Tailgate, our player interview series, Build the Rapport, are going strong. All right, enough of that. Let's get back to the show. Bryson Bridges says, now, can we get serious about Grant Lloyd for head coach, right? I hope he's a head coach one day. Yeah, man. I hope most of these guys that don't ever pan out on the field find good coaching jobs. A lot of them do. Yeah, and get to work with kids. That that would be cool. Wesley, (laughs) it really is okay. Wesley, Wesley, no, it's not okay. (laughs) We talked for three minutes about that, Wesley. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for three, three minutes. Let's go ahead and talk about this may spill over into uh, the, the next part of the segment, but let's let's go ahead and talk about what was also reported in terms of attrition as we begin to talk about the transfer portal. Kobe Hudson. No longer with the team. Uh, he was Auburn's leading receiver. Uh, he counted for almost 20 percent of the production in terms of uh, passing yards. He had five hundred and eighty yards receiving. Uh, he actually had four touchdowns. He tied Demetrius Robinson with four TDs uh, in receptions this season and was coming on pretty strong. Uh, was definitely one of Auburn's uh, biggest, had the highest production of our receivers. And so it's a big loss in terms of what we got coming back. But Kobe Hudson tweeted some things, um, took down one post, pretty much answered whatever questions or curiosity people had about why he was no longer with the team or leaving. And that's that. Nothing else has been said up from the university or from the program in terms of Hudson. It's just been that. So just initial thoughts. Um, Ike, I'll start with you on this. What are your thoughts about this? Feelings? Talk to me. Uh, let me just say, first and foremost, I wish... Kobe Hudson the best. He was one of my favorite wide receivers from this past year. Um, had his ups and downs. You know, he had his issues with drops, but he made some amazing catches. Um, came in um, doing some good work for us uh, on this team. I thought next year was going to be a breakout year for him. Still may be a breakout year wherever he lands. Um, but, however, I hate, absolutely despise the way he has handled this. Um, like, I just don't know why he went straight to social media. Like, if you got removed or released or kicked off the team, whatever, let the university put the uni- that information out. Um, you know, whether you feel like you need to control your own narrative and that, like, you know, it just, it, if if he felt so strongly about controlling his own narrative, then why did he delete the the post after he put it up? 
right? Like, so if that's the route you're going, then, you know, stand on that. But I just don't like the way he handled the situation. You know, I, I don't know what the entire situation is as to why he was released from the team. I've heard a ton of, you know, rumors float around. Everybody feels like they know what's going on. But um, as my understanding, you know, it just was a difference of opinion between how he was handling things and how the coach preferred that he handled them. So uh, what what is clear is the thing that I think has been clear the entire time. Brian Harson has a standard and that's it. Like if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, then you can play football somewhere else. And he doesn't necessarily back off of that. Um, and I'm not mad at him for not backing off of it. So, um, you know, definitely wish Kobe Hudson the absolute best. Hopes he goes somewhere and he's amazing, just not in the SEC. Um, or SEC East. You could be in SEC East somewhere, just not Georgia. Um, and and has a, a fabulous end to his collegiate career and goes on to be an amazing pro um, if his uh, collegiate career so pushes him to that level. That's all I got for right now. Talk to me, Mike G. What are your thoughts, man? Um, echo all Ike's points on, you know, I hope that wherever he lands, it works out for him. Right? Uh, these kids are making difficult decisions about how the next few years of their life are, are going to go and how that's going to catapult them <clears throat> to whatever their ultimate goals are. So, um, you know, he made this decision. Uh, I'm with Ike on how he did it. Like, I just, I just don't see what positive you gain from putting that out on social media first. Right. Right. Like I don't see the benefit there uh, of that, but you know, as far as what happened, um, which we'll probably never know. Right. Um, because I doubt you're going to hear anything from the university on this at all. Which, right. Which makes it even more questionable why he did that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, dis if it was a disciplinary thing, they're going to say nothing. They're going to say nothing. And then you're going to enter the transfer portal, and when asked, he's just going to say, "Hey, you know, we talked, we talked, and he thought that he needed to move on, and we respect his decision. And that's it. Yeah. That was that's all I would expect to hear from the university on this. But now you have to tell the story, right? Right? Because you put it out there, so Correct. now everybody's going to ask and wonder why. He's going to get story. that question over and over and over again everywhere he goes, and they're going to want to know why he got kicked off. And he's either going to have to be completely honest or just lie through his teeth about what happened. Which is, and then they're gonna, that's gonna force him to go to the coaches and be like, hey, can you give us some backstory? Is this kid a troublemaker? Like, he made it right. so much more difficult on himself for no reason. Yeah, the, the story is gonna follow him regardless because he, st yeah. he started every game. Mm -hmm. So, leaving as the clear number one guy is gonna be curious to somebody. The questions were gonna be there. You know, yeah. so you've lost your ability to control the narrative. Really. Uh, because now people are going to want to know the truth. What really happened? Uh, now, I'll tell you this. This coach has, I think, been pretty clear about how he feels about playing players who are in his doghouse. I don't think he got in the doghouse. He was in the doghouse, and this was a buildup to anything. I, this smells of something sudden happened. And he flew off the handle, and coach said, who are you talking to, son? That's not based on any inside information. That is just, I'm telling you, our coach has shown us that he will not play guys who do not are not bought in. And Kobe played every game this season. So between the end of the bowl game and this announcement, something went down. Right? 
Uh, Harson was upset en- enough about it, and you know, he, you know, according to Kobe's words, I was kicked off. That means that somebody told him the piece, and uh, you know, I, you know, we could sit here and speculate up and down on what that is. I don't really want to do that. I hope people will not do that at this point, even though he put it out there, right? Like, just, just, just let it be, because you're never going to get the truth. You're never going to get the truth. Have you right? seen our comment section lately? Yeah, I mean, it Been was... On Twitter? Yeah, I just, don't, I just don't know. I mean, there are two sides to the story, and I'm not absolving the coaching staff of any wrongdoing here either. Right. There's two, I mean, he could. He, he might have... A really good reason to be upset. We don't know. Right. I just don't think he gained anything from putting it out there like this. <laughs> right. Which is why, and, and somebody else told him that, which is why you saw the delete on some of the stuff that right. he posted. Yeah. Somebody came to him and was like, bro, that's not a good Bro, that's not a good look, <laughs> man. Take that down. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's my thought, thought on it. Like, I don't, I wish, I hope that it works out for him. I hope that whatever happened, it just, Hopefully he can overcome it and it doesn't follow him. But, you know, coaches are going to ask any, any, and you know, the, the, don't get it twisted. This coaching fraternity is pretty tight. For sure. They'll call and they'll ask, Hey, what was the deal with this kid? And it's like, it's like getting Like, it's like quitting your job without giving them two weeks, man. <laughs> you can't list that job as a reference. Right. You know, or, you know what? Maybe if you had gone quietly, you know, whatever the blow up was about, you know, he would have, agreed. you know what, let's just move on. I'm going to be tight-lipped about what happened. Wish you well. Best for both. Right. Now, I, th- I think that he, you know, and we-, we won't know this for sure, but if another coach calls Harson to ask him, you, uh, you essentially just eliminated the possibility that he's going to throw you a bone. Fa- right, have something favorable to say. Like yeah, he, to throw you a bone. Yeah. Carson's only options here are to be tight-lipped and be like, hey, I don't want to get into it, or mm-hmm. to completely let it, let it be known. In which right. case, either way, if I'm a coach, I'm calling Harson anyway because I have concerns. How he yeah, handles that will all but confirm my concerns and whether or not I want to move on this kid or move on to someone else that I'm considering. And, and let me tell you something. Uh, uh, Silence speaks volumes as well, too. If a coach calls and a coach doesn't want to say anything, absolutely, it's almost like it's almost like spilling the beans. Yeah, so like, I mean, I don't know. It's like if your old job calls a new job and says, you know, hey, is this employee eligible for rehire? And you're like, I can't answer that question. Well, you just answered the question. (laughs) So I'm, uh, man, I really hate that this this happened. Um, But you know, he doesn't. He's not. I, I don't think he's so talented that he can just transfer somewhere without this following him to some extent. Okay. Somebody will t- not it not everywhere, right? So it's not like he can just pick his program and somebody gonna pick him up regardless. Right. That's that's not the kind of talent he had, you know. Yeah. But I mean, and that's he, unfortunate because I think he does have the talent. His productivity. He's talented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His productivity. Like, listen, th- those drops. That's going to be a problem somewhere. Like, people right. are going to see that. Like, you know, I, I hate to bring up, uh, you know, I, I won't bring him up. I'll bring up other players. Um, you know, you see the deficiencies for, with other players that have left the program, and they end up at programs that are not heralded, right? Like, um, what's the kid? Um, he was a wide receiver as well under Gus. 
um, and went out to Colorado State. You're talking about Nate Craig Myers. Yeah, yeah, Nate Craig Myers. He just didn't have any film that showed anybody that he did because we never threw him the ball, right? Right. right. His film landed him at Colorado State. And so it wasn't like he went to some other really powerhouse school, even though out of high school, he's one of the best recruits ever, right? Doesn't matter. On the film, you know, and and unfortunately, it's the same situation for Kobe. He has some really great moments on film, got some really terrible moments on film. So that's going to limit the number of places where you're going to be able to get offers from or get some sort of looks from. And then you further limit it from the people who are like, but do I want to touch this situation? Is it toxic? Yeah. yeah. The last line of his statement, which was essentially, he's from the North, I'm from the South, he don't know me, five out, right? Like, that stinks of, again, words were exchanged. Yeah. And Harson yeah, sure. took it one way, and Kobe meant it one way, and Harson said what he said, and it is what it is. So, um, this is this is one of those things where you know we he's talked at nauseum about culture change, and you know I think he wants a certain type of guy in this program, and he's slowly weeding out the guys who don't fit that mold. And there's a transfer portal there for him to get kids in the minute kids leave. So some wide receiver may look at that and say, you know what? Their number one guy just left. Well, that's that's what I want to pick up with. And I, I want to get B's thoughts um, in terms of where does Auburn go from here? I think he, what, what you and Ike said, pretty good in terms of what happened, the reaction to that. We'll talk about uh, pick up after the break where Auburn goes from here with B. Will and his thoughts. 